Welcome back to the Suncoast Magazine. Great pleasure right now to uh, welcome uh, one of my favorite uh, TV actresses. Well, actresses, TV. She does all sorts of uh, acting. Uh, Elizabeth Rome. You all know her from her work on the shows like Law and Order. And uh, she's uh, joining us now, uh, talking to us, uh, going to talk to us a little bit about the American Red Cross Celebrity Cabinet. Um, we'll find out about that as well. And Elizabeth, good to talk to you. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. You're up in uh, Washington, D.C. today? Yes, I am. I flew in to, uh, to do a couple of things. I'm a volunteer for the National Red Cross, and I have a couple of wonderful things that I'm, wonderful initiatives that I'm pursuing with them. One is a campaign that we created to inspire volunteerism called the Hometown Heroes Campaign. And a really good friend of mine who is a great photographer named Timothy Greenfield Sanders, he photographed um, several of the celebrity cabinet members. Vivica Fox and Jamie Lee Curtis, Marcia Gay Harden, Nikki Taylor, Sarah Evans, you know, the list goes on and on, just really, really wonderful people who are being photographed in black and white portraits with a hometown hero that's also a Red Cross volunteer. So they have a lot in common, and we're hoping that these, these posters, whether they be in magazines or billboards, wherever you may find them, may they, may they inspire <laughs> volunteerism in the nation. Well, that's great. I know the Red Cross has done such great work uh for so many years, and going back to, uh, I don't know if they were in World War One, but at least World War Two, and, and every you know conflict since, and not just that time. I mean, 9/11. Uh, you know as well as I, I grew up up in New York. What great work they did during that whole, uh, you know, time we went through. So they, they're a wonderful organization, and I think people sometimes just don't remember exactly. You know, they they need funds to survive, don't they, and volunteers to survive. Yeah, absolutely, and that that has a lot to do with why I became a volunteer. Because there's this sense that you know. To be a Red Cross volunteer, it seems like this, you know, I don't know, sainthood or something that's unattainable, and it seems larger than life. I mean, who are these people, and how could I be one of these people? And, you know, after having experienced 9-11 at home and seeing how, how strong of a presence the Red Cross was for my friends, all of us having just gotten out of college, not having a lot of money, a lot of different people were in different situations, but regardless, especially when people were in need, the Red Cross was there. And also personally, on another note, the Red Cross um, helped my mother in a time of need. Her house um, burned down in Missouri. She had a farm, oh, wow. and they provided her with a roof. So, you know, just really, really different points of view for different people in need, whether it be the way it is at Walter Reed this morning with their 200 strong volunteers that are there that are just handing out the necessities that, you know, might make the day easier, whether I got there and somebody needed pajama pants because they got they can walk today and they're feeling good and it's their first day to just kind of hang in the halls of the hospital, right, sure. but they need pajama pants, so the Red Cross is there to give them that. It's the human dignity that they offer and, you know, whatever it is, whatever comfort they can, they give, and they give it across the nation and around the world. I've been in a hospital, and wearing that little uh, gown doesn't help if you don't have anything underneath <laughs> right. it, so I know what you mean. <laughs> it's not so dignified to, uh, not really, to no. show London and France, no. <laughs> now, you, you were shooting uh, Law & Order in New York during 9-11. Were you shooting that week when it I, happened? You know, we were on our summer break, but were ironically, you? Dick Wolf, who has his finger on the pulse of most things in, in storytelling... Um, we were about to do a movie, all of us Law & Order alums and current cast members, about a terrorist attack in New York City, and it would have thrown all of us together like a Sopranos episode, like, you know, 30 cast members, you know? <laughs> and here we were, and it actually occurred, surprise, surprise, you know, and 
we couldn't shoot and we didn't shoot and the project got, you know, canceled. Yeah. So I was there and, you know, it was um it was emotional, but, you know, again, over and over for me, my personal experience as a, you know, young girl kind of just, you know, the Red Cross, the Red Cross, the Red Cross, sure. they were the people that were, you know, giving out vacuum cleaners and the true necessities. Oh, yeah, they did incredible. I was up there. I grew up up there, but I was up on yeah. vacation and just seeing, you know, the tremendous work that they did, all of the organizations and uh, how the mayor, Giuliani, everybody just kind of pulled together. It was, uh, you know, a terrible circumstance, which never happened, but a lot of good came out of it as far as uh, seeing, you know, these organizations come together, right? Yeah, and just the sense of community in right. New York. But uh, that's what happened for me is I started to volunteer for the local chapter in mm -hmm. New York and was trained in disaster relief there and then reached out to the to the national office in DC and and approached them really about this hometown heroes campaign and um, and then it just developed into a different you know bigger relationship and thus I got to go to Walter Reed today I had gone to Brooks Army Medical Center right a couple of months ago through the Friars Club and so I had reached out to the Red Cross to see if they could make it possible and like I said, I mean, they're just doing everything from, you know, being the liaison for communication between, you know, families and service members and, you know, just, you know, providing them with phone cards so that they can be in communication and, you know, on and on. They are involved with, you know, helping veterans, helping families, and they're just there on a daily basis just, you know, making sure that they have have what they need to feel good about themselves. It's, Again, in the campaign, you'll notice that there's the celebrity volunteer and the hometown hero volunteer are touching in some way. Maybe they're hugging, maybe they're high-fiving, maybe they're dancing. Mm -hmm. Because that's what we do. You know, we try to reach out and, you know, and in a simple way, but in a meaningful way, touch the lives of somebody, whether it's paying their bills, providing a hotel after a fire, or, you know, just water, or just someone sure. to talk to. something simple, yeah. Yeah. We're talking with Elizabeth Rome, uh, actress, and... Uh coordinator of one of the uh, American Red Cross Celebrity Cabinet for the Red Cross Volunteer Program. And uh, do you make your home in New York still, Elizabeth, or do you kind of go both coasts? Yeah, yeah, I do. I live between New York and L.A. I mean, yeah. ever since I left Law & Order, I've primarily been, well, only been shooting movies and TV movies. So I've been, I don't know, at this point living out of a suitcase for about two <laughs> years. I don't know how that, that sounds, but I guess that's about the sum of it. Well, I, I love that show. I've been watching it since uh, probably the second or third year. And uh, and and it's always been uh, that kind of show. It's kind of like the old Dragnet in a sense. I mean, it's almost just the facts, man. But they also put in some character stories occasionally. I think that's part of the charm. Not too much of the characters, but a little bit. And I guess your character kind of evolved a lot, especially the last year. And that surprise <laughs> final scene was was quite I a, was kind of kick. I, can't live that down. <laughs> I don't want to bring it up again. I know you're asked about it all the time, but did it affect you uh, either positively or negatively that scene? Or? You know, it, it, it's not it's not either. I think it's more a curiosity on people's parts to to find out why, you know, at the yeah. end of such a long I run, wouldn't I have guessed. Show longer than anybody <laughs> else, why it would end in such a way. And, you know, I guess there's just a simple answer, because we we were being creative, yeah. you know? Well, it, it, it was a great twist. So, you know, there wasn't anything too complex. I mean, my character definitely took a strong point of view when it came to gay rights. 
so, but it, I don't know if it went any deeper than that. Nobody missed any big clues. <laughs> well, you could see it coming a few episodes before, like you get in these little arguments with uh, Fred Thompson. <laughs> or, yeah, or, arguing or, with or, Fred Thompson on camera was very fun. Yeah. You know, he could be very intimidating. <laughs> I would imagine, yeah, he's a big guy, isn't he? Like six foot five. And, and I had to just bark back. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is that a fun set? I'd, I'd love to see, because you don't often see the characters, you know, smile or laugh a lot. There must be some outtake uh, reels that must be funny from that show. Are there yeah, any? Yeah, no. Sam Watterson and Fred Thompson and Jerry Orbach were and are... Obviously, I'm referring to Jerry in the past tense, yeah. but, you know, everybody was just, you know, able to just laugh and, and tell a great joke, and we had a lot of, we had a lot of good times. I had a lot of great times with them. They're still having good times, but <laughs> I'm doing it elsewhere. I'm doing it with the American Red Cross. Oh, yeah, no, and, and, and you've done yeah. some TV movies and, and a lot of other things as well, but, uh, yeah, I miss, yeah. just speaking about Jerry for a second, I miss him. He was a great uh, great Broadway star. I saw him in uh, 42nd Street, and, of course, he did Chicago. Really one of the most prolific song and dance men, which a lot of people probably forgot because he played this character so well on TV. Yeah, he? no, Jerry was really um, just a man of, uh, of, many, of many talents. And, um, and I learned so much. I feel really, really grateful that I was able to work with such illustrious people so early on because I certainly learned my P's and Q's from them, you mm. know. Get my work done and go home. Great pool <laughs> player, I understand, too. He, Stay out of trouble. He, he shot a good game of pool, too, I know. Jerry yeah, Orbach. he shot a yeah. mean game of pool for the Friars Club. <laughs> hey, you mentioned the Friars. Are you, are you a member? I am, yeah. That must be fun. It is fun. It is fun. It's uh, it's a good uh, organization for actors and yeah. entertainers and musicians, comedians. My uncle was uh, my uncle was a member was the shepherd of the Lambs Club, which is another theatrical club. I'm sure you know about it. And, yeah. Uh, and the Friars is, is that type of club as well. I think I saw you on one of those roasts on TV. They flashed you yeah, on the yeah, dais. Yeah, I did. I did yeah. the roast. I think it was uh, Paul Schaefer, or I'm not sure. Paul Schaefer is actually a part of our our uh, our campaign. Volunteer. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he participated in our in our hometown heroes campaign. He's got a few really good uh, posters coming out. So, I hope everybody will keep their eyes peeled. It's a really really beautiful campaign. They're all black and white photographs. And Timothy Greenfield Sanders is you know world renowned. He's That's done great. some really beautiful books of portraiture, and he's definitely he's definitely a great artist. So I think people will notice them. What do you got coming up next as far as uh, acting goes, Elizabeth? Um, well, I've got about five things in the can, so I'm a little bit uh, looking forward to taking a holiday in Vietnam and Cambodia. Oh, wow. I do work with the Red Cross. I'm going to go for about two weeks, and we're going to visit a local delegate there and you know, see what's happening with their health care and so forth and education with their children and so forth. But um, I've got a few movies coming out, one on ABC called Masters of Science Fiction that... It's a series of movies that Stephen Hawking is narrating, and Terry O'Quinn was my co-star. Sam Watterson did a movie for it, as well as did Anne Hesch and Malcolm McDowell. So a lot of really wonderful people contributed to that. Then I have a movie coming out with um, Anthony Michael Hall and the great late Chris Penn, mm -hmm. Tony Danza, and Frank Whaley from Pulp Fiction. And then I just did a movie with Eric Roberts called The Spy and the Sparrow, and another movie with Vivica Fox called San Saba. So I got mm -hmm. a lot of... I'm taking a break. I'm going on the road with the American Red Cross in <laughs> Vietnam and, and Cambodia. Uh, folks can go to the American Red Cross website if they want to get involved, right? That's the easiest way? Yes, they can. Absolutely. www.redcross.org.
I'm Stan Brock. 30 years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids right here at home in the United States of America.